This episode of Right at the Fork and the Gary the Foodie Restaurant Update is brought to you by Leanne Bach from M Realty. You know, I don't know about you, Court, but I've gone through a number of real estate transactions in mm-hmm. my time, and I've had some great ones, and I've had some not-so-great ones. Right. And the key is picking the right realtor right off the bat. It all comes down to the realtor when, it, when you get down to it. Right, especially in a hot market, and you, and you need to act fast, and you need to negotiate uh, from a strong position. Yeah. In, in, in a matter of days, if not half of a day, Chris, could mean thousands of dollars gained or lost. Right. And market knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So we've known Leanne for a little while now. And I can tell you this, she's tuned into the food world. So I would say if there's anyone listening out there and they want someone who understands where they're coming from and where they want to come from when they go to a restaurant. Leanne is the one to call. And that number would actually be 503-349-7890 or go online to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Do it. We love Leanne, and, and she's here to support not only us, but our entire Portland food world. Hi. It's your last update of the year. Yeah. And we've you've done I'm here now. I mean I'm actually here as opposed to being on the phone. Yeah. Don't you like being here? I do. You want to pay for my Uber? Uh back and forth? Yeah, we'll have we, we need to have a sponsor pay for the Uber. No, we'll pay for the Uber if you want to come. We just have to Every so often. It. Yeah, every so often. Yeah. Um but thank you for doing it. These updates have been fantastic. And I feel better because I used to feel so guilty when we would talk about places and I'd say, I haven't been there. Now I don't have to say that because you've been there on our behalf. Thank you. I, I, I've actually changed my eating habits since doing this. Now I feel an obligation to going to go to even more places. Really? Yeah. You're going to a lot anyway. Yeah, but now, like, I, some of the new restaurants that have opened up recently, some of them are my some of my favorites over the last month have been the fast casual new openings. Oh. Like I like I haven't I hadn't been to Pokemon in a while. I know they opened up a few months ago, but you know what? I, and it's such a healthy Poke is so healthy. I don't feel guilty about eating there. And w- one thing that that Colin Yoshimoto is doing re- right now that's kind of cool is not surprisingly a, a, a chef a monthly chef series. Everybody's doing that now. That's right. a thing. And I, but I really you, love you get his. that at one eighty. Yes, right? it's not monthly. It's Lardo, like, oh, he's and Lardo. Yeah, it is monthly and at one eighty, and I think it's I think it's, it's monthly weekly at, at Lardo. It's, it's weekly. Been, and then and on top of that, Rick's has his in the cart. What do they call that? Those pop ups. It's like a pop up. He does a pop up yeah. in his old cart on Hawthorne too. But so, the the first I digress. The first Pokemon Pokemon um, monthly chef series Poke was Greg Gorday's, and it was delicious. And this month. I went in the first couple di- days, and it was Bonnie Morales from Kachka. And what does that mean? Does that mean one dish is hers? One poke is hers. Okay. Like, for example, um, Bonnie's is um, Skuna Bay salmon with cucumbers, beet-cured salmon roe, pickled Tokyo turnips, fried onions, dill, onion horseradish sauce. Do you like my voice? Oh, yeah, good. that sounds Thanks. great. And I have I have headphones on. You don't, so <coughs> you really sound disc jockeyish. Do you have... If people can check on at Gary the Foodie on Instagram and find that, yeah, it's have there. you posted that? 
<laughs> Excuse how, me. How yes. far back is that? Uh, a few weeks ago. And but just go to um, Pokemon website and it's there. Okay. But I did I did post it on my Gary the Foodie Instagram. It's there cool. uh, in the last few weeks. And also recently opened is Rachel's Ginger Bar- Ginger Beer on Southeast Hawthorne. She, Rachel has like four locations in Seattle, and within it's just and her ginger beer is delicious. There's like seven, eight different ginger beer flavors. I had um, I think it was a white peach, and then also a mango and mate, which is a tea ginger beer, and that was delicious too. You can do um, frozen cocktails now. They serve, and also a series of other cocktails using her ginger beer. And within the Rachel's Ginger Beer location, there's something called Sunset Seattle from Monica Demas. I think Rachel has a interest, financial interest, interest in Sunset. But at Sunset, you can buy, you can order food. Uh, had delicious fried green tomatoes, hush puppies, and four different sandwiches. I've had three out of the four. The picante is spicy and tasty, and it's my favorite of the th- of the of the three that I've had. There's also a General Tso's. Uh, fried chicken sandwich and uh, OG, which is just a, f- a straight fried chicken sandwich. Speaking of which, the gentleman who invented General Tso's chicken passed away this morning. I saw, I saw that. that. Yeah. I love General Tso's, man. Yeah, that was my first. That was always the first Chinese this, foods that we, that we loved. There's a documentary, I think, about this, uh, General Tso's chicken. I haven't seen it, but I heard there it's out there. Maybe we need to do a uh, best General Tso's in Portland someday. Oh yeah, but we, yeah, we go that. up and down 82nd. Yeah, I think that's that's all you need to do. Have you, been to, have you been to Century Bar? No. Yeah, it's from the Lightning Bar Collective. No. They own Jackknife and Buy and Buy. But yeah, I went to, I went, my friend Judah and I went to see a Blazer game. Like, I thought, holy crap, this is going to be a shit show. Because, you know, it's like Dig a Pony, they own Dig a Pony too. I think, like, I don't fit in here. But we went early. Like, there was a 5 p.m. game with the New Orleans against the New Orleans team. And it was, it's really, it's a cool bar. It's more cool, I think, during the summer because then you can sit outside. The outside seating is, is so, just just ultra cool. Too cool for me. I'm, yeah, I don't really fit in to there. But there, it was, it, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Go and see, watch a, watch a game at Century Bar. Well, that's a good they're, idea. They're killing it. Cool. I want to say, I just want to touch on, you were talking about not feeling guilty and going to Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I had a, I was coming off a visit from my doctor a few weeks ago or a week or week and a half ago. And I was just wanted to go out by myself and thinking of all the places I could go that could make me feel like shit. And I ended up going to Bar Casavale and having a very healthy, delicious meal there. Uh, a few, a few plates, some skewers and a salad. That was fantastic. My I favorite really new bar in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that one. Well, Deadshot would be, but they only open one day a week. So sorry, and Deadshot. Was, and I was there on a Monday night. I could have gone to Deadshot, but I've been you in do Deadshot. Both. You been, do both. Well, that's true, but I just wanted to do one and one and done. And um, I don't know if I. I recently went to um, Vitaly Paley's Russian Tea Service at the oh, Heathman. There you go. Heathman Tea Court. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 such a cool experience it's just fun it's enjoyable it's different than unlike anything else you'll get in portland um so it's it, awesome that he did it after after having done Donet for yeah. a long time now he's doing something else he's stretching his boundaries a little bit and he's he's open every day through the holidays and he said after the holidays he hopes to be open during the weekends but it was it was, it was intriguing looking at all the people around me most mostly it was like women 
because it's after, afternoon. Not that that sounds sexist, but um, they they brought their daughters, and there it was just you know ultimate tea time. And it was I think you were cool. just stating a fact. Of who yeah. was there? I, well, I was a male. I saw one other male amongst like the seventy of us that were there at the time. Seventy. So you have to be. You have to, to be one... into tea to go to the tea service because it... no. Okay. You, you know what that because they're like, you get this big tri level, tri, uh, this big tri level three dishes on this tri level thing. And it's, it's savory. They're sweet. Uh, most of it's Russian yeah. oriented, mm-hmm. and I. Only had a few sips because I'm not a tea person. I have a few sips of the tea, ordered a glass of champagne, mostly drinking the champagne. I had a couple glasses of champagne, okay. And so it's 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 mostly just I wanted to try the food, and I had to order the tea. It came with this. It came with the tea service. It'd be silly to go to the tea service and not have tea. So I did have tea, but it wasn't my favorite thing. I actually have reservations. This is yeah. This is after this podcast will stream i have reservations in victoria at two places i haven't decided at the empress for their tea service is not russian tea it's english tea i believe and also at butchard gardens so um we'll decide as we get closer when you go uh christmas okay cool i love victoria i've yeah. been 30 years 40 years uh uh, was there 10 years ago? No, 12 years ago? Something like that. I'm looking forward to going back. It's beautiful. Oh. So just wanted to get away for the holidays. But uh, And I'm not sure I want to do tea service either on Christmas, but everybody tells me I should. So uh, I thought after seeing Vitaly's, I thought that the others looked like they paled in comparison to what he was doing. One, one, Saturday, one recent Saturday... Chef Vitali told me he did 400 tea services in a day. Oh wow, mm. 400! Wow, that's a that's a nice incremental addition to his already <sighs> three restaurants. It, I, I said this before, Headwaters is so busy, so busy. Well, that's good, and it will continue to be. I've also been to a lot of pop ups in the last month. Okay, pop ups that maybe some of you have not heard of recently. Um, I went to 787 pop up, 787 PDX pop up, at Cafe Castagna, and it was organized by Chef Natty, who works at Cafe Castagna, and she helped Christina with the Patria uh, pop ups at Itaula over the last. Uh, I think they were like a year ago, mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half ago. They were great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I don't. Puerto Rican it's a Puerto Rican pop up, and so. If you, there are, I don't know of any Puerto Rican restaurants around town, so that might be a good option for those of you interested in trying some Puerto Rican food. I had a fantastic dish of Marcella and in a like a filo uh, pirouette is one of my it's favorite. Probably dishes the that, only option that I know of. Yeah, I, I mean, mean when Patria was doing Patria, that was it. Yeah, and it was delicious and fun. Yeah, and and um, seven eighty seven PDX. You can find there's a website. Just type in seventy seven PDX, and you'll find her her her, her events schedule. I don't know when the next one is, but Puerto Rican food. If you want Filipino fi- food, we got Carla Labagna. Yeah, you know we uh, we recorded our uh, our end of the year podcast, and I meant to mention Carlo as uh, he's on the map. He's He's has already been a rising star chef, but he's really you're seeing more and more of him now, and he's making an impact. And he's moving into his Filipino roots more that he's not able to do so much at Clyde Common. He's very passionate about Filipino food, and he wants to do more of these pop ups. This one was at uh, Foss Peace in Holfast. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Stocks actually 
was helping out with the dinner. Uh, the next one probably won't be at at Whole Fasts, um, so just you know, keep your eye out if you want to try some Filipino food. I missed it, but he did post on Facebook. I'll be doing many more. So he was talking about using Tom Cully Cafe in my neck of the woods, which would be great. Um, so give some Filipino food a try and go to Twisted Filipino. His uh, tw- his PFA dinner we did in 2015 was one of my favorites ever and came out of left field for me. I didn't realize it was going to be that fantastic. And an, another one is Cello. Cello. In, in the back of, in the Renata Commissary Kitchen. And it's Luis Contreras who came, moved up here from San Francisco where he operated, where he was the chef of um, Mamacita and Padrecito. And Michael Bauer, who's a San Francisco Chronicle critic, gave some very positive reviews, I believe three-star reviews of uh, Chef Luis's food. And uh, I went a few weeks ago, and at the time it was $40, and you got really filled up with um, some uh, some, uh, unique twists on standard Mexican food. So he did some uh, like street food, like tacos and gorditas and enchiladas. And it was, it was a fun night. Had to sit, but had to sit around a communal table. But luckily, I was sitting by some amazing people. I love the super by people. I was sitting by the super by people. Oh, yeah, they, not Greg, they not, Greg Cast- not, not Greg, and Gabby, but you know, yeah, like, they're all their people. They all came to our Castagna thing too. That was fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, that that was my pop up experience. Well, that's enough for one for one month. Yep. And uh, what else is going on? Let's see. Have you tried the whiskey soda lounge whiskey soda lounge brunch? No, I didn't even know it existed. They uh, they kind of moved, Andy kind of moved this, when Senyai closed. He, he moved uh, that over, that's right. Yeah, yeah, recently. And Karen Brooks wrote a really nice piece on the the, the, the Whiskey soda, lo- lo- soda Lounge brunch that you might want to read. I actually went with Karen the first time she went. And uh, one thing I learned is that you have to use the condiments on the table to help with the spice and seasoning level of those dishes. Without you adding it, it the food can seem bland, but if you add, if you kind of get used to the spices on that on your table and like play around with it, it really is an amazing brunch and oh, amazing. Uh, the, what, right. is it, what is it, tip jar? That's all tip right. jar. Maybe 2017, okay. we stopped this. I think we- Stop it and just make them pay us money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Flat rate. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I love that idea because often for me, things are overspiced, and I love the idea of being able to control it myself. And no one, it's, it's, you believe me, you can go in anytime. It's, it, it should be so much busier than it really is. Well, it will be. Well, I, I went recently, and there were like three people. Well, I haven't, well, I'm sure other people have heard about it. I hadn't heard about it until you just mentioned it. So well, I'm glad I listened to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Learning something new every day. Mm-hmm. And I've had some really amazing dishes. Oh God, Jesus! Sorry about that, everybody. I've had some um, really... I have some <laughs> some really good dishes in the last month. It's been a long day. This is like... This is, I'm, I'm on the second hour, boys and girls. Yeah, this is unusual for us all. Um, I go to Itala. Go to, try the conos. It's like... Uh, he, Jose takes Dungeness Crab... Um, ginger, butternut squash, aioli, aioli, and smoked piquillo cream cheese, and puts it in a cone, and it's absolutely delicious. Go, Atala, Kono, 
I always say go to Itala anyway. Yeah, go to Itala anyway. Not for that. I love Itala. I appreciate Itala so much more after I got back from San Francisco. Um, and another favorite of yours and a favorite of mine is Acadia. They have their Wednesday lunch. Go to the Wednesday lunch is people a lot of people don't know about, but Acadia has lunch lunch um, one day a week and is on Wednesday, and it's a fun experience. And my they they make this amazing. Louisiana barbecue shrimp dish that's been on the menu for a while. I don't. I think it actually might go. It might be. It might even go. Bef- it might be the original two owners. It might be their recipe. Then Adam kept it on, and then Seamus kept it on. But man, that Louisiana barbecue shrimp is just to die for. I'm glad that you like that, Acadia, because I think I put it on your radar. Yes, you did a few years ago. You came you, to our. I, I've original. gone beforehand, but I just was like, oh. but then I went to the PFA. Yeah. And I and I and I really enjoyed it. It was, well, it was a fun night. I wanted to do another one there because I've been you kicking didn't. ass for you a long did. time. Nah, we didn't do it. Oh, oh, okay. Um, aviary, aviary. I've been there 170 times. Uh, 160, 170 times. Uh, Sarah put but on. Who, but who's counting? Yeah, I think I am. Um, there, there have been like Sarah added like four new dishes recently, and my my favorite was like a chick. Not like is a chicken and foie gras roulade, roulade dish. And oh my, oh man, still thinking about it. Go to Aviary. I wanna, I wanna say this. Um, maybe speaking out of school a little bit here, but I recently had a conversation with Food Dude, who said his favorite two dishes of the year were at Aviary, and they were things he would not have ordered. I think one was the tofu, silken tofu. Yeah, and, love the silken and, tofu. And an eggplant dish. I think he mentioned too. I think the eggplant dish has been. I think it's been on there for a while. I know he loved the silken tofu dish. He. Yeah, food dude has an Instagram account, and I think right. it's relatively new. If you want to follow food dude, um, should follow food dude. Yeah, well, he's just starting. I think he's just starting to IG. Yeah, no, he hasn't been into it. He's got a pretty big Twitter following too. But, but at any rate, Aviary is on always on my list of places that I feel guilty about because I haven't gone back to. But if I was in Portland seven days a week, I'm sure I would have been there more often. But it's going to be on my list. Yeah, 2017 to visit at least more than once in the year. And did you know, speaking of Vitaly Paley, that Paley's place has a section called Noodles and Dumplings, I believe, and that's where he has some Russian dishes. Did you know that? I did. I read something about that recently, but I didn't know it personally. I have not experienced it. So you may want to go to Paley's place and try some of the Russian food. I always want, I hope one day... Chef Paley opens like a Danette restaurant, just not once a month. Mm-hmm. I, I, I so want to eat his Russian food. I, like, lo- I love that. I know. thought that was, every time I went, I enjoyed not only the food, and I'll say this again, I say it all the time, but having him sitting there with his reading glasses on, reading passages out of books as to where he was inspired by a lot of the food we were eating, I thought was fantastic. I think that's, I think we gotta, we have to cut it unless you have something. No, no, I'm, I'm tired. You're it's been good. a long day. A long good. day. Well, yeah, good. Um, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Welcome. And we're looking forward to uh, monthly updates. Third Monday of every month, if you're not aware. And uh, Gary's m- restaurant updates are here. So thanks so much. Thank you, Leanne Bach, for sponsoring my segment. And thank you for Chris for allowing me to do this segment. Too. And Court, too. Of course, Court. Right at the Fork is supported by Upserve. Upserve is the cloud-based restaurant management system serving up everything you need to know to run a smoother operation and exceed guest expectations. It's your restaurant. Run it like you mean it with Upserve. Visit upserve.com to request a demo today. Tell them you're a Right at the Fork listener and get special pricing. 
the Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Check in at participating establishments and you'll get rewards you want, like free pizzas, beverages, and extended happy hour deals, plus exclusive information and invites to fun food events. Chew. Find it on iTunes or Google Play. Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape, especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. And by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and craft beer, emphasizing locally sourced items. Zupan's has been inspiring food lovers and local chefs for over 40 years with the very best Northwest bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Zupan's Markets. Love your food. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com.